0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 228 entitled Pac-Man 99 and Indie World. We're gonna be talking a lot about that. We got uh, some other game reviews. We're gonna be talking about uh, this Indie World showcase that decided to drop of course the day after the podcast and a bunch of other uh, small Nintendo news uh, tonight that we're gonna be chatting about. Uh, But it's time for introductions. My name is Steve, and I'm also, of course, joined by Barry. Hey, Barry, how's it going?
1: Hey, Steve, always a pleasure and happy to be here.
0: Yeah, and also joined by Greg. Hey, Greg, how are you?
2: Good, also glad to be here, too.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, I think Jakester's uh, pointing out uh, your shirt. Uh, Greg, or Barry, you you got it in, and uh, <laughs> wearing it proudly, huh? <laughs>
1: Yep, my badge of honor. I talked about it last time at the April Fools. I did get it. It did come in, and and it did come with something amazing. Like like, oh my god, I'm so glad I ordered it. It was something super special. Like everyone was speculating, it was air. It was just air <laughs> in the package as well. That was that was what we got. But yes, nice. the the shirt, the one day sale, it is legit. And <laughs> I wear this lousy t shirt proudly. <laughs> nice, nice.
0: And Greg, of course, is representing. Uh, get your Nintendo fuse. <laughs> t-shirts uh, you can click on the uh, the link on our website nintendofuse.com get your uh, your merch we got shirts and we got a bunch of other stuff too so um Wear your Nintendo Fuse gear proudly. Um, You can check that out, like I said, on NintendoFuse.com. If if you're new to the podcast, uh, first of all, thanks for checking this out. Thanks for stumbling upon it. I don't know how you found us, but uh, we're glad you're here. And uh, we are so glad that uh, you're continuing to listen. If you're watching us uh, live, we absolutely love interacting with you guys live in the chat room. So be sure to uh yeah, throw any of your comments of any of the things that we talk about tonight in the news stories, what you've been playing, all that stuff. We'd love to hear it throughout the podcast. Uh so make sure you toss that stuff in the all your ideas and everything in the the chat room and we'll refer to you guys uh live. Uh, while we're recording. Um, kind of like the the fourth collective member uh, of this podcast crew is their live chat room. Uh, but if you're watching after the fact or listening after the fact, uh, thank you guys for doing that as well. We'd also love to hear what you're thinking about. Anything uh, that we talk about as well, so use that comment section or, of course, join us on social media. Uh, we are at Nintendo Fuse on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also join our Discord. We actually absolutely love for you to join that. Uh, that's just a great way to keep that conversation going in between episodes and so if you have not joined our discord the link is on the screen here on youtube but also in the show notes of the podcast and the youtube description we'd love for you to join our discord uh, that growing community over there so um, yeah we got several people in the chat tonight retro visions jakester see several others Uh, there's some interesting chat going on already talking about your shirt and talking about some other things so Yeah, be sure to let us know, uh, especially right up here at the front. We're going to be talking about what we've been playing, so we want to know what you've been playing, so let us know in the chat. Uh, But let's start off with Barry. Barry, what have you been up to over this last week?
1: Uh, This week I actually got a little bit more time to play some stuff, uh, which was thankful because I've had had some busy weeks. Uh, On the Switch, I'm do an animal crossing but it is more like just the daily routine find my money tree you know hit the rocks get my bottle you know help Gulliver or whoever's there and, and that's about it uh, until there's more you know more event stuff uh, I'm also did a little bit of pac-man 99 <coughs> which went live you know the day after our last podcast uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that a bit when we were doing the what's coming up, the week we we actually mentioned a couple games and i actually played two of them which it's kind of shocking for me i played torty 3d which is a 3d platformer uh very basic very simple uh you run around and you try to collect all the stars from beginning to end of the stage um definitely has promise it's got like nine stages um i could see it being expanded upon but it was cheap and a uh, really interesting little title. And the other one is Legends of Talia Arcadia, which I specifically called on about the art being really cool. And I'll talk a little bit more of that, about that in a bit. Uh, and then the last game uh, on the Switch that I've been playing is Hades, which is many people's game of the year last year. And I'm not a big roguelike fan, but I am really enjoying Hades for what it is. Uh, there's There's enough of that you know, progression. When you die, you come back, and you, uh, you have enough to upgrade to keep going. The only thing that sucks is you start at the beginning every time, so in order to, to beat the game, you got to do it in one run, uh, much like most roguelikes, but it, it does get a little annoying because the powers you get are random, and you can get like an amazingly awesome power and have a fantastic run, and then you try to replicate that the next time, even being a little stronger, and uh, you just don't get good luck with the, um, the powers. So there's a little RNG in there too, but it is a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, on the PS4 or 5 front, I finally, after weeks, finished Tokyo Xanadu EX+. Uh, my wife laughed at me with this game because I beat it three times. Um, and not, not like I went through and beat it three times. Literally, you beat it in the final chapter, and then if you have enough points... You could then unlock the epilogue, so you have to beat it again. <laughs> and then uh, there's the EX Plus content, which is a brand new story that takes place three months after the end of the game. So I go through that and beat it a third time. Um, and I loved it every minute of it. Uh, it's such a great game. Falcom, if you've never played a Falcom game, you really should. Uh, they are quickly becoming one of my top tier developers. Like, really, really well done uh love to see access bring that to the switch easily can be done for the switch and it should be there Hmm. Uh, on the pc front uh final fantasy 14 i didn't really do much over the past couple weeks but today we got 5.5 dropped so i've actually been playing a little bit and uh still a lot that i need to do for 5.5 but uh, i usually play that with my wife and she's been busy so i really haven't done as much as i want to and on the mobile front dragalia lost and mario Kart tour uh, still keeping my attention nice nice uh retrovision says
0: that uh he's been playing planning on getting pac-man 99 but still struggling uh holding his own um i'm assuming this is a guy i apologize if it's not um but holding uh own and uh original pac-man on the atari uh computer um but then also said that uh feels pac-man 99 is going to be uh too much stimulus for me on my own, my wife is better at games that require you to follow a lot of, uh, crazy on the screen. <laughs> so that's a good, that's a good description of, uh, Pac-Man 99 a lot of crazy on the screen. Uh, Jakester also got to play Pac-Man 99 and then, uh, Genshin's new story, uh, section and uh, new event doing FGO's, uh, current event and Catherine full body. And, uh, and also Jakester said, uh, certainly, uh, prefers Tetris over Pac-Man, but it's still fun. So, yeah, we'll get we'll get into uh, talking a little bit more about Pac-Man in just a little bit. But, uh, Greg, what do you have you been up to over this last week?
2: Uh, mine's a lot more of the older Switch titles this time around. Um, I had one of those kind of weeks. So I'm um, still playing Animal Crossing. I was very focused on trying to collect every single one of those cherry blossom recipes. I've, I've, I've only gotten two last year. Um, I was hoping to hit the other 12 this year, but on the last day I um, fell short and hit the final three recipes. So um, I was trying to do like initially planned out to try to do two a day, but then I wasn't even playing every day and then it became like three or four over the last like few days and just trying to spam those stinking balloons is not fun at all. So I was like following guides where you can place like the iron bars all down the beach. And then pretty much like the balloons with that that funnel all the way down the beach. and We could just like wait on the beach. And I was still getting like, oh, here's a gold nugget. And I'm like, I really like the gold nugget, but I really want the recipe. And that's like, oh, here's 5K in bells. Now I don't need bells. Oh, here's, here's a pilot's hat. Um, that's going to my villager. Like, what's with this garbage?
0: So, <laughs> isn't it amazing you get to like in the beginning, you're like, I can't get enough bells, and then you get to a certain point, and you're like, I don't need any more of this.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's like go five iron, iron, iron nuggets. I could just I can, yeah. like,
2: go to a rock and just get five iron nuggets right there, I mean,
1: right? That's
2: <laughs> still mind boggling that's a reward from the balloons, especially <laughs> like if even after you've been playing for so many days, but. yeah, nice. Hopefully that uh, 2.0 update for the anniversary comes out soon and can fix that. <clears throat> All right, so still was playing. Initially it was a lot more Bowser's Fury, and then my daughter was getting upset that I am now three cat shines away from completion I'm at 97, and she's like, I need to get 100 before you, and then kind of stop playing later in the week. So <laughs> here I am sitting at 97, and I just have two more in one of the main areas and one more in the late black Lapcat to get. Um, that Golden Isle thing was not very fun, trying to track those down each time. So it was overall very fun game. Just hoping to try to get those last few and get that wrapped up. And we did play some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We saw that they had the tie-in event for Bowser's Fury Spirits. So me and my daughter successfully hunted down all three and beat all three, got those three spirits there first time doing those spirit events and that was kind of fun, kind of chasing them down and collecting other spirits while you're waiting for those um, event ones to appear. We also did a lot of uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, just a number of random races. She discovered we don't have to have the computers on, so now she just has the joy of just screaming me every time, like, oh, daddy, wait, stop. (laughs) Kind of park the car there and okay, then... Knocked out with items and all sorts of <laughs> other garbage, <laughs> just to let her win easier. <laughs> and then did play a few matches of Pac-Man 99 today, and then we'll be talking about that a little bit more later to discuss further opinions on that. And then still playing Fire Emblem Heroes on mobile, so that wraps up uh, my last uh, week.
0: Nice, nice. I love the uh, the the progression that we get to to hear about your, your daughter's uh, progression in gaming to go from like, you know, I feel like just a few episodes ago, she was like just starting out and now she's, you know, working on beating you. So that's, that's awesome.
2: <laughs> um, I also failed to mention, I didn't talk about Mario Odyssey. I actually got like a, a ton of moons and spent a significant amount of time playing balloon world. That was like my mm-hmm. first chance actually playing balloon world since it launched. So um, so that was kind of after the fact when I was initially done my first time around. But hmm. We had a lot of fun tracking down a number of random people's balloons and getting all sorts of coins to unlock some of the outfits that require an insane amount of coins. Nice.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah, so... Um... Another week goes by, and another couple games that I really wanted to play uh, didn't happen. Um, and uh, and actually, I didn't play a whole lot of games at all this last week. It was kind of just a crazy, busy week uh, with uh, life outside of video games. And so, um, yeah, of course, played some Rocket League. Season three is out, and been playing uh, some of the new stuff there, um, collecting some of the new items. Um, and uh, but yeah, I haven't actually like there there's there's definitely been weeks that go by that I play a significant amount of time every day um and I probably only played maybe 3 days out of this last week so um definitely a slow slow week overall when you know that um I haven't played much Rocket League. That means that I was pretty busy outside of uh, video games for sure. Uh, and then uh, did also get some some time with uh, Pac Man Ninety Nine, which, um, as you guys have said, we'll talk about in, in just a little bit about our mm-hmm. opinions and thoughts around there. Um, yeah, and looks just l- that the uh, the chat also says uh, Jakester said he went uh, or for I for once. Oh, went a week without playing Dragon quest he feels terrible guys <laughs> because he he went a whole week without playing dragon quest uh, that's 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 sad although I've went many weeks without playing Dragon quest but um yeah <mind>.
2: Many
0: weeks without playing Animal Crossing too. I've I'm also it's it's been a while. It's I there was a couple of days that I did check in over the last month or so, but uh but yeah, I haven't really really been playing it lately. Um it's definitely got to that point where all the other games did. Um but I feel like I've stuck with this Animal Crossing longer than any other one. Um and so that's that's Me exciting. Too. Yeah. Yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little different but uh yeah uh so we're let's let's before we jump into uh anything uh any news related things we're gonna we're gonna be changing things up just a little bit uh in the podcast moving forward and kind of adding some new components to the podcast uh adding a little bit more reviews some uh if you guys have been following us for a while we've done game chats on our youtube channel and so we're going to Maybe try to uh, to kind of incorporate those into the chat, into the uh, not the chat, but the uh, the the podcast from time to time as well. And so uh, tonight uh, or today, depending on when you're watching this, but if you're live, it's tonight. Uh, we're gonna jump into uh, a little mini review um, uh, from Barry. Barry, what game are you gonna be talking about?
1: Yeah. So uh, last week when uh, we were talking about the upcoming games. I commented on Legend Italia Arcadia saying like, oh, this, this actually looks really good. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that it's a, a two-hour game. You know, the art is, is very, very pretty. And uh, lo and behold, uh, I was contacted by the developer, Gamuzi, uh, Gamuzumi. I probably butchered that. but um, And they, they said, would you be interested in, in reviewing the game? Because I told them. I said, yeah, I was actually talking about the game. So they were kind enough to, to send me a code. And uh, I did get to play um it's a two dollars and change adventure and it is a visual novel and uh, it is a visual novel in the sense of emphasis on the novel <clears throat> there is no no uh, decisions to make in this game this is a you know a full just read novel you can tell that the at least i feel that the creators of this game were are trying to set up a world you know like like this, the legends of Talia is, is the world they're creating. And this is one small snippet on a character called Arcadia, who is a legendary holy knight, And, uh, you, you, you kind of deal with a little bit of her past and, and, uh, you know, one of the adventures she goes on. And, uh, I, w- I really wanted to make some decisions. I wish I, I got to do that, but I will say that, uh, it wasn't a bad story at all. Um, you know, it did, did keep me entertained. A lot of the writing was good, and, and some of it you know, was a little mistake here or there. Um, that, that's going to happen. Um, the art is beautiful, but I'm going to say also minimalistic. And what I mean by that is it feels like they did, like, nine or so images. And, uh, like, like, full images, and then a few, like, character models. And then just... Yeah you know, use those same images for everything. Um, So, like, there's one attack image, and every time, that you know, Arcadia attacks, you're always going to see that image. Maybe with a different background, but you're always going to see that image. Uh, Again, you know, this was done by a really small studio. I think it's only a couple people. Um, So that's to be understandable about that and and forgiven. And I think they did a great job. I think this is a, a really cool starting point. This is, but again, like, this is a visual novel in this very sense of the word, it is a novel. And at the end, it even says, thank you for reading, uh, not for playing. Uh, so if you're into visual novels, uh, like, you know, Zero Escape, or, or even Steins Gate, has, has some choices, um, you know, you might be like, uh, this might not be for me. But it's also short. Uh, I'm going to say, it maybe took me an hour, to to read it all, an hour and a half, you know, you know based on, you know, being involved with other things in real life at the same time, uh, so it's it's an easy read and it's not terribly long. Uh, it's a great start too. I, I don't know where they're going with it, but I do want to say thank you to Gamuzumi for providing the code and uh yeah i mean if that that sounds up your alley and just looking for something quick to read um by all means it's a couple bucks and if you're if you're a trophy hunter uh you know on on uh playstation uh you can easily get a platinum on this because you can actually just skip everything and get a platinum in, in about a minute
0: <laughs> nice nice yeah i've never really been into the the visual novel kind of uh games and everything but so so just kind of fill me in because i i haven't played a whole lot of them i is it really just reading and you're like clicking along or is there yep. any interaction at all with with what's happening
1: nope. <clears throat> no the whole thing is a 100 percent just reading um you're you're seeing the story of arcadia she you know winds up going to uh this little town and she confronts Uh, and issues from her past and like I said the artwork is beautiful it is you know definitely minimalistic in the sense of you know you will always see the same images when it's you know attacking or you know fighting a monster you'll always see that monster but again, it's it's 269 um, so you're not like really dropping a lot of money in it Um, but it is 100% uh, you know reading from Arcadia's Point of view, but like like I said, you could look at the images, and like you could tell, very talented artists, uh, and you know they they did a really good job, and, and some some really cool scenes, and and it's it's not a it's not like a, a a kid's story either. There's death, there's very descriptive stuff, there's you know people burning and 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 stuff like that. Like it it gets pretty dark, but it is very much just a reading uh thing that's it you know i I don't i in the options there's an option of saying something about like for for option like skip cutscenes after you make decisions like you can tell they were probably had bigger ambitions uh when they started and maybe time constraints. so you know it's a lot of work to do and write and maybe they just couldn't couldn't do that and they just like left that option in uh, and it's a shame you know i'd like to see where they go with it because i am a fan of visual novels but i am more of a fan of them when there are something to deviate it like zero escape has the escape rooms and you know ai has the the going inside people's heads and deciphering uh the truth behind their words uh and stuff like that is really really cool uh even the one i just did recently raging loop had uh you know that was very similar to this but it did have some decisions and those decisions really was like this decision to keep going this decision to die for a lot of parts um but it, it still gave some more of a choice and that was a really compelling one to me um and then you get cryptic ones like Steinsgate, where it's literally you get text messages and you have to respond and if you don't respond a certain way you lock out different endings so it's like in order to get the perfect ending you have to respond to everybody a certain way and and sometimes you don't have to respond at all so it's really cryptic and that's one I definitely recommend using a guide. But this is something where if you're if you've never done visual novel and you just want a little quick story, you want something to read and uh, just to see, it, it's absolutely serviceable and cool. But if you're if you're looking for more interactivity, unfortunately at this point, there is none. None that I encountered.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, Greg, do you have any questions about?
2: Yes. But how about how many hours do you have to spend? Was it
1: like the read? Was it just like one or two or was it just, like 10? No, no, one about one hour. Maybe, maybe a little, just okay, over so one hour. I I mean, to... It's quicker. Okay. What was that? I was, I was just like, okay. I was... Yeah, it's a quick read. I mean, it's, it's like, Hey, I just want to read a, a book, you know, or, or just a short story. That's really what it is. You're reading a visual short story and, uh, like I said, it, it's definitely the foundation for something. You can see, I mean, leaving the logo, you can see there's, you know, a lot of, of hints towards Final Fantasy or Legends of Mana uh, or stuff like that, like the Square Enix logos. So um, it's definitely uh, one of those cases where you can see they clearly want to build on this world. And I hope they do.
0: Cool. Cool. Well, thanks, uh, thanks to the developers and the, the pub- publishers for providing that for Barry to check it out. And uh, yeah, if you if you've tried it out as well, we'd love to know what you guys think about the game. Uh, let's jump into another little discussion uh, about uh, this this game that kind of came out of nowhere uh, last week, uh, and that is uh, Pac Man Ninety Nine. So yeah, totally. Totally hit us by surprise right in the middle of our podcast last week. And uh, then we uh, got a chance to to play around with it this last week. So Pac-Man 99 follows in uh, the footsteps of Tetris 99 and Super Mario Bros. 35 uh, as a battle royale pac-man game uh so um those of you guys that are watching the the video version of this podcast you can see uh we got the trailer going on on the screen right now so you can kind of get a a visual idea of what it's all about very similar to tetris 99 um but also very similar to super mario 35 uh so i got a little bit chance to play with it i know um These guys also did as well. So I'd love to just hear your thoughts about your little bit of experience. Maybe this is something we'll we'll revisit in the future after we get a little more time uh, with the game as well. It is free. um, Just from the very beginning, let you guys know it's free if you're a Nintendo online subscriber. So if you're already a subscriber, like there's no more money out of your pocket unless you do want to uh, get the DLC, the different packs and stuff that are out there to unlock different uh, modes and also different uh, visual changes, um, themes and stuff like that that they have in the game. Um, But yeah, you're basically competing against 98, I guess, other uh, people playing Pac-Man. So I'd love to get your guys' thoughts before I share my own. Uh, Greg, what'd you think of Pac-Man 99?
2: Definitely much different than what I was um, initially thinking because I feel like a lot of the emphasis on like Tetris uh, 99 and on Mario Brothers 35 is you're really sending a lot of stuff over to other players. Um, I played like two or three matches and I feel like I didn't really get anything sent my way. Um, so I don't know if I just wasn't being targeted or what's going on. I mean, I saw like some of those black and white Pac-Mans and all they did was kind of slow me down. They didn't like hurt me or kill me. And I also picked up some of those ghost icons and it just made a bunch more ghosts like chasing after the other ones. And it made more of them to eat after I had like the power pellet. But like so I was kind of confused at how you are really sending stuff to other players because it didn't always seem to fit those same lines it's like Tetris, where you get a Tetris, you send a block of four some other player or mario thirty five you stop on a Goomba and that Goomba literally goes to the other player's screen. So right that's why I was kind of confused on how this kind of works. So I'm maybe I still need some more matches to get used to it, but I wasn't really quite sure what's going on. I mean I'm not the biggest Pac-Man player fan either. So I would kind of prefer like Mario 35 over this, unfortunately. So I'm um, I don't know how much more time I'll be spending with it, but when I played it, just seemed like it was just a standard game of Pac-Man and was just trying to see if we can get to beat the levels faster than other players, I guess. So I don't really know a whole lot what's really going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely can sense the the confusion as well a little bit like what what exactly is happening during this game and and as I think Retrovision said earlier a screen of craziness um that's that's very much uh what I I felt when I when I played the game as well uh Barry what do you think of of Pac Man ninety nine
1: yeah I'm gonna actually echo with uh Greg I I didn't get as many matches in uh but. I did notice that too. It felt like, am I sending things over? Are people sending things over? I'm not sure how it's working. And I I did not do the greatest. Uh, You know, it's been a long time since I've played uh, the original Pac-Man, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in probably delving in a little more, but it's also one of those where that's not exactly a high priority. Uh, I'm with Greg. I kind of prefer Mario 35 over this, but I'm sure, you know, Namco said, "Like, hey, uh, we we kind of want our our take on this as well." So I'm interested to see what happens. I, I'm kind of expecting a physical to come out for this because it's it's like 30 dollars for everything. You get the bundle, you get the uh, the this is a single player stuff, and then there's all the different costumes and and Namco love. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did some kind of you know physical as well. But uh, I mean, if you are diehard Pac-Man, I mean, I, you can't go wrong. Again, like Steve said, it's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
0: uh, that's that's really. I mean, it's it's Pac-Man. So if you like Pac-Man, and if you like, especially, it's it kind of is this this hybrid. I think as I talked about the last podcast too, it kind of looks like this hybrid between original Pac-Man, uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition, and Tetris 99, like kind of like this, this monster of all three of them. And, and yeah, it's, it's just chaotic and, and it is a little confusing to know what you're doing at what time and, and what, what actually, like, it seems like. I thought the 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 ghost or the the Pac-Man that you send to other players were going to do harm, but it really just slows them down. So it's really just creating chaos on other people's screens in order to eventually cause them to die normally is what I've picked up so far. Unless I haven't stayed in the game long enough, because I think that the highest I've done is like 35th place. So maybe you actually do send more stuff later, but it, it basically just seems like you're making the screen more and more chaotic for other people, the better you do and the longer you stay in. And if you can uh, avoid all the chaos, you can stay in and actually win the whole thing. So yeah, um, Retrovision says like pac-man game uh you'd find at dave and busters but a home version yeah it kind of is like that as well um like if you've played pac-man at dave and busters you're playing all against each other um actually that that is actually more fun for me if we were all on the same screen and like somehow competing against each other that that's a little more fun um But uh, yeah, I mean, other than, you know, it being free, of course, um, what do you guys think? Is there any, would you actually recommend this if it wasn't free, I guess? Um, Can I, can I place that kind of qualifier on it? If it wasn't free, would you still recommend this game? Greg, what do
2: you think? Well, it's, I guess it's not entirely free because if you're buying DLC, which is (laughs) a bunch of additional content, I mean, I know Tetris 99 had that paid DLC as well. And Mario 35 didn't have any sort of DLC. I mean, it's, I guess it just depends on how much you like Pac Man. If it's, I mean, if you really absolutely love Pac Man, then this is obviously a game for you, no matter what the price. I mean, you're probably going to be wanting to play it a lot. And and as long as you like those Battle Royale type settings for like Tetris 99 or Mario 35, then kind of know what you're getting into. It just kind of creates a lot of chaos and havoc. And you have to prove that you're one of the better Pac Man players and, and those. And situations. If you're not huge into Pac Man, which it kind of sounds like three of us aren't, then the free version is probably just good enough, but it's probably not going to hold your attention forever, and you're probably are not going to buy the DLC either. So, I guess in a nutshell, it depends on your love for Pac Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's funny you said that, uh, Greg, about like it sounds like the rest of us aren't. I actually really do enjoy Pac Man, and I thought I was pretty good until I played this game. Um, and then I realized I was like, man, I made it really far because I wasn't paying attention because it's hard to pay attention to what else is going on, on the sides and and everybody else, because it's so chaotic on your screen. And so I thought I made it really far. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh wait, there's a ton of people still in. I only got 35th place. Um, so it kind of put me in my place. I I thought I was doing really well, but apparently not so much. Um, Barry, what do you think? Is, Is it beyond like being free? Like, do you, would you recommend it?
1: I mean, if it wasn't free, then I'm assuming it would be the $30 bundle with everything, and that would really depend on how much you really like Pac-Man. And, and like you, Steve, I enjoy Pac-Man. I, I grew up with it, and uh, you know, I, I thought I was pretty good at it too, but it's been you know, probably twenties, 30-something years since I played the original, and the last one I did was the Champion Edition on, uh, on the, the Xbox Live Arcade, and even that was you know, over a decade ago now or so or it feels that way at least so it's like probably was actually probably was yeah so it's it's one of those things where if if you really like pac-man it looks like craziness you love that crazy and that chaotic kind of gameplay then yes i do recommend it um if it was only pay um otherwise i would say no since it is free, I do recommend everybody at least give it a try because you never know you could wind up loving it or hating it and all you lose is a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do need to ask, did you guys play with the pro controller number one and did you yes. change the controls at all?
1: I didn't change the controls cause I didn't know about it until after okay. and I haven't gone back to change it, but I did use the D pad and it wasn't exactly the best. <laughs> yeah. That was rough. Greg, did you did you have the same
2: experience? Unfortunately I actually did play it in handheld, but I was like, why is the joystick working? I'm right. getting <laughs> down. He's not going down. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And then I was like, is it these random buttons that are sometimes BYX thing right below it on the left joycon? Right. Hey, those make that makes Pac-Man actually move. All yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know why they automatically disable the left analog stick for movement. It doesn't quite make sense. Like I could understand in Super Mario 35 maybe because hey that's a 2D platformer whatever but like or, or maybe even in Tetris 99. But like Pac-Man was built with the with a joystick in mind. Like, <laughs> like that's an analog stick. Why why would they disable that at the first? So if you're if you're playing this game and you have and you have been frustrated by the pitiful uh, control pad um, that's on the uh, the Pro controller. Uh, go in and change it to the analog stick, and you'll probably have a little better ex- better experience with this game. At least, a- in my opinion, I think you you will. Um, it's still chaotic and and all that stuff, but I think it's easier to control with the with the analog stick instead. Yeah,
2: yeah my experience kind of reminded me of like I was like playing this on PlayStation right now, it's, it's right. Like... <laughs> Yeah. not a deep head, but it is a deep head <laughs> yeah how the drug doesn't actually have a deep head on it
0: right yeah so so that's man 99 let us know what you guys think uh in the the chat live chat but also in the the uh comments as well and we'd love to hear what uh what you think and and what your time with Pac-Man 99 as has been all about. All right, well, let's move on to uh, probably I really, our only big story uh, this week, and that is uh, a little tweet that uh, Nintendo put out this morning. Of course, happening tomorrow, a new Indie World Showcase is going to arrive on April 14th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, uh, and they say tune in to... Uh, for a live stream featuring roughly 20 minutes focused on fresh and new indie games coming to the Nintendo Switch. And uh, you can watch it right there on nintendo.com slash indie world. So uh, Indie World is returning after several uh, months, I think. I don't know what was like, last one was like September or October or something like that. Um, yeah it's been a while it's been a little while and uh yeah kind of came out of the blue um maybe a little bit out of the blue but nintendo's been doing this lately they're kind of just dropping stuff uh shadow dropping it just pac-man 99 dropped it last week without any any hesitation at all just was like hey this is happening um enjoy tomorrow um so kind of <laughs> basically the same thing hey indie world's happening enjoy tomorrow uh so of course we have no idea what's actually going to be uh shown off uh, 20 minutes of uh of indie games um but yeah what do you what are you guys thinking uh this is going to be like what are you expecting uh or maybe what you what are you what are you predicting um as we as we head into this um unfortunately yeah like i said the timing and everything we don't have the ability to actually review that until maybe you know talk about the next podcast or maybe a different video or something but uh but yeah what do you think we're actually going to see during this indie world showcase tomorrow barry uh
1: the keywords i think there are new and exciting Uh, i think a lot of people are hoping for silk song or axiom verge 2 or a sports story, and stuff stuff that we already know about. And while normally I would agree, I don't know necessarily if we're going to see those, since it specifically states new. uh, Like, we already know all those games. So if that's the case, I hope it's 20 minutes of brand new uh, indie games, because that means we're getting those on top of the ones we already know about. Um, I do, you know, I don't necessarily have like any exact pick and saying like, Oh, this indie game I absolutely want to see come. Um, but I'm interested to see what they highlight because there was a ton of indie games that come out in the switch. I uh, just talked about one of them, uh, did not get an indie world spotlight. And mm-hmm. I'm interested to see which ones they choose. And one thing they've been doing with the indie worlds lately is there's always been that, that zinger, that one more thing that they've been mm-hmm. doing, uh, you know, Cuphead was announced in one of them, Axiom Verge 2, uh, you know, they they do, I think Oreo, I think, was announced in one of them as well. Um, that's what I'm interested to see. Like, how are they going to end? Is it going to be, and, you know, like, this would be a perfect spot for, like, Among Us or something like that, mm. but it's already out. You know, like, like. So what are they going to do? The biggest, the biggest games that we know about are already there. So I'm excited. I'm going go go in with the bare minimum expectations that it, there's nothing going to be blowing my mind, but it's going to be some really cool uh, stuff from passionate developers. Whether I like them mm. or not, it doesn't matter. They're they're passion projects, and I hope to leave you know happy, and, you know mm. excited.
0: Nice, nice um Jake said that they don't really show games that have been already shown in these showcases so most likely we, we won't see silk song or sports story stuff like that um yeah it kind of seems uh like that's probably the the case uh greg any any thoughts around what we might see tomorrow
2: not really i mean i'm i kind of was thinking along the lines, same lines as barry i mean Course, I'd love to get an update on like Silk Song and Axiom Verge 2, but it's not usually the kinds of stuff that they repeat in these kind of showcases. So, um, I mean, it would still be really cool if they did have like a trailer that's saying, oh, now we have a better launch window of it. But I mean, I guess you don't really know. I mean, it, some of these are not like exclusively just all, these are only new ones that are coming. There's And other directs and stuff that's, well, here's ones that you do know that are coming, and maybe here's like a new trailer on it. I mean, we found out like Fall Guys and stuff was coming, and who knows, maybe they might show a little gameplay footage of that working on Switch. I don't know. So, I mean, that already obviously had its spotlight before and an actual full direct, so I don't know if they'll be shown in a showcase here, but it certainly could be. I just really hope to see some really cool games, and I always look forward to seeing what the latest games that these indie developers are creating, because a lot of them are these retro-styled games that I love to play, platformers or RPG styles, and those always end up being very good games that I always recommend you buy at a Game of the Year podcast, so I'm just kind of excited to see what these developers have to show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think same here. Um, I think it's I, I I really hope that it is it's fresh and new and it's things that we haven't seen before. Of course, you know, it'd be nice to, to hear some some stuff following up on, you know, the games that we do know um, if we can get some some dates and stuff like that. And, and maybe they will show some of that because even on previous Nintendo Directs or other Indie World Showcase, they say it's all going to be brand new, but then we we get some stuff that's not brand new. Um, so they'll probably, I'm guessing, throw in, you know, a little bit maybe two or three minutes of a sizzle reel and say, here's some dates. Um, But then I hope it is filled with a bunch of brand new stuff that we've never seen before. And maybe something that's going to blow our minds that is coming from some, you know, person that is a one or five person team or something like that, that just is going to knock it out of the park. And it might be, you know, something brand new that, that we never saw coming.
1: You know, you make a good point, Steve. I forgot about the sizzle reel, and I do think that if they do a type of sizzle reel, we'll see Silk Song, and we'll see, uh, you know, we'll see uh, Sports Story and Axiom Verge Two and stuff like that in the sizzle reel only, not highlighted, but at least thrown out there with dates, um, because you're right. Nintendo is often you know, shown saying we're going to do one thing and then doing the other, like the last direct, which was just going to focus on the first half of 2021. As we got games that are coming out in 2022. Right.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
0: 2022 yeah. is the, the second half of 2021.
2: Clearly. <laughs> These games were probably meant for 2021, but due to the pandemic it was pushed
1: to 2022.
0: That's probably accurate actually. Uh.
1: <laughs> but not the first half of 2021. <laughs> maybe who knows <laughs> COVID does usually the only things. time it,
2: usually the only time they don't deviate is when they said oh we're only showing games in the 3ds not the Wii U not the <laughs> Switch these games are only coming from the 3ds do not expect it or we will not be showing Breath of the Wild at this, this direct so please <laughs> right. stay tuned to the future <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah I think one thing's for sure is we probably won't see Breath of the Wild 2 tomorrow um yeah, it's not an indie
2: developer.
0: <laughs> <at all. laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully D3, but who knows? Uh, all right. Well, that's, uh, that, uh, if if you guys, um, just another plug for our discord, if you haven't joined our discord, um, be sure to join it. And, uh, if, if you're after the fact, that's okay too. But if you're watching right now and it's still before, uh, the Indie World Showcase, um, jump over in our discord, join that because we have an events, uh, section in there, an events, uh, channel that you guys can chat about it during the live event. Um, it's kind of cool just to, to see all the discussion and our thoughts, uh, live as we're watching that together. So make sure you do join our Discord and uh yeah, join in the live discussion. But also also after the fact, you know, uh, we love um dissecting a little bit afterwards and uh you know t- talking about the favorite games we saw, the stuff that maybe didn't go so great, and uh and just talk about what we're excited to eventually uh play. So make sure you head over to our Discord and uh, you can join in the discussion about the indie world showcase. All right, well, I think that brings us to the end of our major discussion tonight. So let's hit some quick headlines before we uh, before we move on to looking at the next week. Uh, Greg, tell us a little bit about uh, what's happening with Fire Emblem to start us off.
2: All right, so um, pretty much there was like a leaker on Reddit that prior to Three Houses uh, um, had its first major trailer had leaked a lot of information about it. So I guess there's been some new threads developing. Um, some of it in um, actually correlation with Fire Emblem Heroes, believe it or not. It's I don't think it's in this particular article, but I did see some references to other people commenting on this kind of item. Um, pretty much that there's some hints that there might be doing remakes of Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn for Nintendo Switch. So those are the ones that was on GameCube and Wii, and if you talk to Barry, you know it's a Pretty penny over a hundred dollars to acquire these uh, classical games. So, and obviously, this is like a rumor, they haven't really announced it, but people think there, there's some reason to believe that these are the next two games to get remade in the Fire Emblem verse and be upcoming on Switch. And it could release at some point either later this year from E3 or next year, who knows. So, that's it regarding uh, Fire Emblem. Nice.
0: Well, also today we found out that uh, Nintendo also is dropping something out of the blue. Um, it's not going to happen tomorrow, but there is a new color of the Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh, it's a blue color of sorts. It kind of looks purple in the images they, they gave us. Um, but it's going to be dropping on May 21st right alongside Miitopia. And uh, yeah, the the... Suggested retail price, of course, is a one ninety nine, the um, same as the rest of the Nintendo Switch lights out there. And uh, yeah, now so now there's uh, coral, yellow, gray, turquoise, and now a blue color. And maybe you could still get your hands on the the Pokemon Special Edition uh, if you want to as well. Um, but uh, yeah, if you've been holding out for this blue color uh, for your Switch light, uh, May twenty first is the day to get it.
1: And. Uh... You know, we're big fans of Super Nintendo World here and we've been following Japan quite closely as it you know, finally opened to the public. And uh, it seems that Japan isn't going to be the only one quickly getting a Nintendo World. It seems California is finally getting theirs. Universal Studios Hollywood, uh, they are starting to construct it. So the first photos have been surfacing. And uh, there's no actual date on when Super Nintendo World is planning to open in Hollywood, but it is something to uh, get excited about because we're finally getting it over here in the States. And don't forget that Orlando is also going to be getting one with a tentative 2025 opening date, with Singapore as well getting one sometime in the future.
2: More on the Switch rumor scene, um, that big 12.0.0 update that we got um, right during the last podcast. Um, There's been a data miner from um, Oatmeal Dome on Twitter. He went through and was kind of analyzing the changes, and it looks like there's some changes being made that you can possibly link uh, Bluetooth audio headsets. So they have an opinion that there could be future support for that going forward, or maybe it's just Nintendo just adding in some silly references and other strings to further enhance, like, I guess, the Joy-Con connectivity because those also use Bluetooth connection. Um, in addition to that, um, Nintendo Prime reported on the same um, uh, data miner, Oatmeal Dome, he found like a reference in regard to CRDA equals the Cradle Dock for Alula, and that's like a codename for the like, new Nintendo Switch model. They don't know if that is... Um, Referencing a new system, or if it's going to be the Switch Pro. But since the ability to update the dock has been added with that update, the references could be a different dock than the one we currently have. So who knows? Could be switched to confirmed, or who knows? It's (laughs) only Nintendo does.
0: And then uh, finally, we got some news or possible news. Uh, Nintendo's president, Furukawa, uh, said in an interview with uh, Nike, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. But anyway, um, discussed that the, the company uh, possibly might have some issues with manufacturing uh, and especially getting their hands on some semiconductors. Um, that's been just one of the 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 materials that are being, you know, not produced nearly as much as uh, we would like them to be um, due to COVID and other uh, concerns and and all the factories and stuff like that. And it, they're kind of at a hot commodity right now. And so um, he said, we have been able to secure the necessary materials for the immediate production of semiconductors for switches. However, in Japan and other countries, demand has been very strong since the beginning of the year, and there is a possibility of shortages uh, at some retailers in the future. So it's difficult to say, he said, uh, if there's going to be shortages of switches in the in the, the near future, um, but there is a possibility based on the uh, less than desirable number of semiconductors. Out there uh, to to create more Nintendo switches. So if you haven't gotten one, um, even though you know they're putting out a new blue uh, light, that you may you may want to grab one the next time you see one because they're they may be hard to find again. So uh, that's that's the headlines uh, quickly. I'd love to just kind of see if you guys had any further thoughts, any discussion around any of these uh, news stories. Barry, any any thoughts about any of these?
1: Uh, I think the uh, the firmware thing is interesting. Uh, hopefully it is a tease towards uh, next-gen Switch, uh, which which we, we pretty much... I think it's a safe bet that it's going to be an upgraded Switch or a Super Switch and not necessarily a brand-new generation. It just doesn't seem like Nintendo will go that route, but, you know, who knows? It's Nintendo. We don't know <laughs> what they're doing. Um, the Fire Emblem remakes... I'm happy about too. If that's real, I think, I think the Switch architecture is so good overall. And going forward, I can't see the the next Switch not being backwards compatible. So because of that, it's almost like just put all Nintendo games on this one system. Like let this be the be all end all system. Uh, and especially when you're dealing with two Fire Emblem games that are one one significantly expensive, and one rising in value. And while there's plenty of Wiis out there that you know will also play GameCube games, at least for probably ninety percent of them out there, uh, it's harder to get them. And with the Wii Shop closed, you can't download anything. So I wouldn't wouldn't hate to see them remade. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of that. Uh, I do know that if that's announced before more Zelda 35 or even any Metroid 35 stuff, though, people will probably riot because there'll be like smash brothers too many fire emblem characters what the heck give metroid some love <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for you know shortages i think we're gonna see that across the board uh so hopefully those semiconductors aren't needed for the super switch revision or whatever and they're gonna be focusing on that for the later half of this year
0: yeah yeah it's funny i think we we've kind of gotten to that point where we're like you know what just just make everything that you make anymore the ultimate edition and uh just keep adding to it we'll be happy with that um <laughs> and i kind of feel like that's kind of the the approach that a lot of us are, are taking with a lot of these things recently uh greg any anything uh stand out to you from these new stories
2: yeah i'm obviously definitely very interested if that um if fire Emblem thing turns out to be true i would definitely be supportive of that and they're both be separate games. Fine, I would still buy them both. If it's a two pack. That would be much much better for my wallet, and happily pick that up as well. Um, the blue switch light. I mean, obviously it's my nice another color variation, but it, I also don't know if it's just going to be just a new skin color because I mean, Joy-Con drift is kind of a major problem, and especially for switch light owners because you have to send your entire console back to Nintendo. So I really hope to not hear any problems developing with those that do pick up that new color. Mm-hmm. Definitely is very exciting to know that uh, Super Nintendo World is can be worked on here in the West and definitely we'll be checking one out, at least hopefully in Hollywood and or Orlando at some point. Or probably not uh, opening day or anything like that because it's going to be nuts but
1: <laughs>
2: definitely would. can't wait to check those out here and well, still hope to make it to Japan sometime to see it there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the firmware thing definitely is very interesting. That how they can just kind of like shadow drop in these features and try to slip it into the code. And then there's data miners that find these things. It's How a lot of things for Animal Crossing: New Horizons was determined, and there's a lot of unused code for like Rooster and stuff like that. And people think that oh, it could be a major update to the game, but it's still obviously a year later and nothing. Came with that, so yes, you never really know what they kind of nuggets to, to leave behind in their code to throw everybody off and if there's something coming, but it's turns out to be nothing. And then obviously the switch store just kind of stinks for anyone looking to get the switch, I mean that's scalpers are be like, yes, let's buy them all a Switch, it five hundred dollars.
1: No, wait, buy the system for
2: retail price. Do that hotel price, yeah playstation 5 and xbox is not a retail well price or at least
0: double retail price at least yeah so. yeah yeah <laughs> uh i'm just laughing because uh jared wrote in there <laughs> jared's also on our staff uh as well um writes for the nintendo and uh says that he'd happily take one for the team and for an all-expense paid trip to uh to the opening um Yeah, Jared, if, uh, anybody's getting all expense paid, um, if I'm paying all the expenses, it's going to be me. Uh, so (laughs) I'm going to be selfish. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited actually that that Hollywood uh <laughs> he says Barry can be my plus one. That's awesome. Uh so uh yeah, I'm excited that, that Hollywood is jumping ahead of the schedule. I thought Florida would end up being the the one. So i that's that's exciting for me because Hollywood's a whole lot closer than Florida. So maybe I can get a, like a cheaper ticket than uh, going to Orlando.
1: You know why, right? <clears throat>
0: um I have thoughts but I don't know for sure.
1: It's because uh, Super Nintendo World is going to be part of the existing studio that's there in Universal and then Hollywood where in Florida Universal is building a brand new entirely new theme park and when COVID happened they put that project on hold because of COVID and now they're Going to start that up, so it's not adding to the existing you know, Islands of Adventure or Universal Studios Florida. It's going to be a third, brand new park. So, right. and on top of building Super mm-hmm. Nintendo World, they got to build the rest of the park too.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, I I totally forgot that that was that was going to be the case. So, I still do want to go to Orlando because it sounds like Orlando might be the the park to go to, um, because it's brand new. I imagine that it's probably going to be bigger than the other ones. Um, also, they have more land there to to use because. Um, both, uh, Tokyo and, um, Hollywood are kind of landlocked and there's not a whole lot of space to use <laughs> in both of those parks. Um, but, uh, but hopefully there's more room to expand and make some really awesome, big things, uh, there in Orlando. So, um, I, I'd be up for a, uh, uh you know, like we said before, I'd be up for a, uh, a meetup there, but, um, I don't have enough money to pay for all of you guys, uh, on the team to, to go, um, Jared. So, um, unless, you know, we get to some point where maybe we need more people to follow us and subscribe to us so we can get, uh, back to monetization and super chats and all those different things. And maybe YouTube will pay us enough to actually go and, uh, make it to Orlando, all expenses paid. So that's on you guys, the fans, uh, make it happen. Um, and then we'll do a meetup when we get there. <laughs> Uh let's see. Uh I think it's time to move on to uh the games that are gonna be coming out over the next week. But before we do that, one more uh last uh Reminder to join us on social media. Um, follow us at Nintendo Fuse on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and also join our Discord if you haven't done that yet. Uh, again, link is on the screen and also in the show notes and the YouTube description. Uh, and also, actually, I just I just remembered some of you guys uh, were talking about it in the chat as well. Uh, the Askawa book came out. Um, did it, it's being like, shipped now. Is that right? You, you have yours in hand, Barry? You guys, did they yeah. come in? Yeah. yeah, it arrived today. Cool. So what do you, what do you think of it so
1: far? Quick, quick, uh, like mini review of it. I mean, I didn't really get much <laughs> chance to read it. I just glanced through it, but it's, yeah. it's nice. It's like a chapter written by Miyamoto and there's a lot of like his sayings and principles and a little, you know, autobiography kind of deal. And it's just really nice, nicely done, um, decently sized and, uh, looking forward to it, you know, just, just reading through and, Seeing more about the man that we once called our president, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things So That's cool. Yeah. I actually, I totally forgot
0: about it until everybody was talking about it coming out today. I'm like, oh man, I forgot to order that. Um, Greg, did you get a chance to order it or did you forget about it? Like I did Yeah. No,
2: no, I forgot about you <laughs> <laughs> Yep.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe uh, hopefully they don't they don't run out, and I can actually get a get a copy of that um, for sure. Jared said that it's uh, actually put together very well, and it's an easy read, um, and uh, makes them happy and sad all at the same time. Yeah, I I, I could definitely understand uh, where you're coming from, Jared. Um, it's uh, great memories, but at the same time, sad that uh, that it all ended uh, too soon for sure. Uh, well, let's move on to uh, look at what's coming out over this next week, and honestly, as I looked over this uh, this list, I didn't really see too many games that stood out to me. Um, I don't know if you guys did or not, uh, there's a lot of indie games, and I'm sure we're probably going to get some shadow drops tomorrow from Indie World Showcase as well, but... Um, But uh, yeah, there's a lot of different indie games that are coming out over this next week. Um, A lot of games that I've not heard of, uh, haven't looked into. Um, Of course, just as we talked last week uh, about several games and then Barry got a chance to play them, there could be some surprises in there. So just because we haven't heard of them, you've never heard of them uh, or anything like that doesn't mean they're bad games. Um, It just means... They're not incredibly popular, or uh, that we haven't heard of them. So, uh, Saga Frontier Remastered is uh, a cool one. I, I'm sure um, that you're gonna, everybody's going to enjoy that. Really uh, enjoys those those games and stuff. But then, you know, you also got uh, your Poco Yo party. Um, so. You know, that might also be a sleeper hit. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, lots of lots of indie games, lots of uh, random games on there as well. Uh, Barry, any of these games that you're looking forward to? Or if not, uh, what else are you going to be playing over this next week?
1: Um, yeah, Saga Frontier uh, is definitely one I'm looking forward to and uh, waiting for the physical to come from Asia so that I can play it that way. Uh, I was, as you were looking through the thing, one of the games that stood out to me was a game called Kingdom of Arcadia, because I, I'm like, wait a second, is this actually like linked? Oh, there's the Ulterior Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack. That's a, that's another one that I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I was wondering this Kingdom of Arcadia linked to the Legend of Arcadia that I just played. Mm -hmm. I looked, looked at it, apparently it's a Metroidvania and it is uh, done by East Asia Soft. So it's a different developer. I guess Arcadia is just a, a name that many other uh, games have, or studios have decided to take. So unfortunately, because if it was, I was going to like reach out and say, hey, you know what? <laughs> play your second game, why not? But yeah. uh, my main goal is I'm going to work more on Hades. I'm going to play a little Blue Fire. And uh, depending on when that physical for, um, for a Saga Frontier comes, I'm going to possibly do that. Or uh, I might do uh, uh, World Ends With You the one game i i never actually finished and with the new one coming out i kind of want to i kind of want to go to it so i'll see where where i go with that
0: cool cool greg anybody anything that uh, stands out to you that you're hoping to play over this next week or are you going to be continuing on with uh some of the other games you've been playing
2: Yeah, no, probably just a continuation of the games so i hopefully i wrap up bowser's theory. hopefully um Jump back into Pokemon Sword and finish catching all the missing Pokemon, and maybe, hopefully, complete Mario Odyssey at some point. I feel like I'm getting closer after <laughs> having collected so many moons over these last uh, few nights. So, unfortunately, nothing really stuck out. Um, I know when my daughter was younger, she absolutely loved the Pokeyo series on Netflix, and I think she's already kind of aged out of the game. When I looked at the details, so it's like oh, for three to five. Well, mm-hmm. six. so he has not rewatch Yo in some time now so I get a nice safe pass
0: on that nice nice. yeah I don't think there's really anything that stands out to me um, from games to be out in the next week uh, Shantae is actually coming out um, in a little bit I, like a couple days uh, like it's like a week and a couple days um, which is exciting but like they just keep releasing like the old games Um but, uh, but if you haven't checked that game out, it's it's really fun. Um, it's kind of cool. You to say see that. keep
1: releasing the old games. That game hasn't had a port since the Game Boy Color original. That's the first time it's being re-released. Well, that one
0: in particular. But at the other ones, <laughs> yeah. they keep releasing. Um, yeah, that one in particular. Yeah, we haven't seen yeah since Game Boy Color, which is which is kind of crazy. But uh, but cool to finally see it again. Um, but yeah, I feel like all the 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 subsequent sequels have have been re-released on pretty much every platform that they that they have um yeah i'm gonna probably probably uh be hopefully <laughs> actually getting some time uh with highway warriors age of calamity um want to get back to spider-man eventually as well um of course you know plugging away at, at rocket league and yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to i want to jump into pac-man 99 a little bit more as well and and see like I, I want to commit a, a decent amount of time to it and actually see, like, can I compete in this? Because I got to a point where with like Tetris 99 and also Super Mario 35 that I was like, no, I, I'm I'm incapable of, of doing very well in this game. But uh, but I want to give Pac-Man 99 some more time and, and see if I can actually be good at it. Um, probably not but um but I, I at least want to play it a, a few more times just to just to see um and also want to dig into it a little bit more in the extra modes to see if it's worth uh getting some of the dlc or or if it's better just to to just keep playing the the free version so i'll spend some more time with that as well Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of this podcast and, uh, just a a programming update that we want to let you guys know on, uh, about, um, so a couple things uh, are going to be happening. Uh, number one, we're going to be actually taking a break, uh, from the podcast for, um, the next few weeks. So our goal is to come back on uh, May 18th. So that'd be a month, uh, taking a month off of the podcast. So, um, you're probably wondering, hey, there's an Indie World Showcase and there's other things that are happening. Um, we're going to still try to cover that uh, in some different ways. Uh, if nothing else, you can jump on our Discord and, and chat with us about all that stuff. Um, but we're going to try to see if we can cover some of those other things that might happen in between uh, episodes in some different ways. So make sure you are checking out uh, our, our YouTube channel um, at youtube.com slash NintendoFuse and also, of course, nintendofuse.com. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. Uh, eventually, We're like I we said, we're, we're shooting, uh, for the goal of May 18th. So just taking a month off. And when we do come back, um, another programming note: um, I hope you guys have been enjoying the, the weekly, uh, podcast episodes. Um, but, uh, we actually going to go, uh, back to the every other week schedule for a while. Um, just cause it's a little easier for us to pull off. Um, I mean on a personal bait uh, basis, I've got a lot of other things that I'm trying to juggle and everything right now, and so uh, we're going to go back to on uh, every other week. Uh, schedule when we come back um, hopefully in May um, definitely be by June um, we're definitely be back by June but we're going to sh- try to shoot for May 18th to be back um, if we can and at that point like I said every other week um, at that point so still regular episodes um, and for those of you guys that were fans of the podcast you were jumping on board and listening every other week um, about I don't know six months or so ago before we switched to an every week uh, schedule we're basically just going back to that schedule. So, um, not a huge change, but, but a little bit of one that we want to make sure that you guys know about. Um, so, you know, if you're not getting a new podcast in your feed, like come next week, or when we come back you're you're like, wait, where's that one in between? Um, you know what the, what the schedule is and you know what to expect. So, uh, Greg Barry, anything, uh, to say about that or anything else before we wrap up for today, Barry, anything?
1: Um, yeah, well, just just about that. Uh, we just wanted to say we, we appreciate everybody who listens and follows us. Uh, and, you know, this is just something we're doing just to, to catch up on some things before we come back. We just need a little bit of a time. And, uh, you know, we're still going to be active in Discord, we're still going to be active on social media. So we definitely still want to hear from you. Uh, but we absolutely do thank you and, and, and appreciate everything uh, that all of you listeners. Uh, continue to do for us and support and uh, we just we, we just want to say thank you at least I want to say thank you for sure um, I will say going forward on you know other things that I have going on uh, I did a recording for a podcast last night for hunting pixels on um, that will hopefully be going up tomorrow so if you follow me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire I will be posting uh, the link to that when it goes live and uh, tomorrow I will be on a, uh, another thing. I'm not sure exactly how it's it's going to work. Uh, it's called uh, Classic Game Fest 2021. Um, we're, we're doing something. It's tomorrow night um, where the people who put on the Midwest uh, Gaming Classic are going to be uh, playing the games that we put out in premium edition. So uh, we'll be a part of that, which will be cool. And, of course, uh, the Playcast that I'm also a part of will continue. Uh, so you'll be able to at least hear me there, um, but we'll severely be missing some Steve and Greg for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo the thanks to all you guys as listeners for sure. Um, it'd be weird not, you know, not doing this for a little bit. We're not going away. It's just going to be a, a little bit of a break. We do this from time to time. We took a break around Christmas time as well. So it's okay. Life will go on. Um, so you don't have to say RIP in the in the chat there, Jakster. Like, we're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Greg, anything you want to say before we wrap up this one?
2: I definitely wanted to echo what Barry was saying. We definitely appreciate everyone listening and trying to help us grow. We do really enjoy reading everybody's comments and everything like that from all of our different shows and even after the fact on any of the apps that you might follow us on. So please, I mean, if you want more of us, just make sure you can listen to old episodes and definitely appreciate your support and welcome you to contribute Leaving positive reviews, smashing like button, subscribe, and all that kind of good stuff, just so you can stay tuned and never miss anything that we post or talk about. And definitely, this will talk to you guys for the next month, at least. Sound like a call base, but we'll certainly all be active in Discord over that time.
0: Yep, cool. Well, and hopefully, by that point, we'll have lots to talk about what we've been playing. Um, and maybe to be just it'll be more than Rocket League for me, uh, at that point. So <laughs> Well it's, come
2: back and say, I beat Xenoblade 2 and Yeah. <laughs> that's what back, I, that's
0: so. how I used my time off. I finally beat Xenoblade uh Xenoblade X and even got two and beat that. I mean, I should take more time off. I can play all these Xenoblade games. You know what?
1: That would be absolutely acceptable for
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> nice well uh yeah we're gonna be back uh hopefully in in may if if nothing else in june but stay tuned to our social media we'll post uh all about that when we are ready to come back um yeah we'll be talking about e3 uh the next time we are chatting and uh getting ready for e3 even though it's going to be a little different this year that's going to be happening so exciting times to come for sure but uh, we'll be back in about a month and uh until then happy gaming everybody have a good one
2: see you next time